Hello everyone, welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda, and today's episode is actually inspired by the Seeker Circle. There are a lot of new members who have recently joined, and what I'm noticing is that there are so many people who are finding the podcast and finding the Seeker Circle who are brand new to Reiki. And so I wanted to do this conversation today, especially for all of you. And even those of you who may have been attuned to Reiki some time ago, it's often beneficial for us to reconnect to our practice in ways that maybe we have fallen away from. So I hope today's information supports all of you in your journey. And let's get into the show. Okay, so we're going to have some Reiki talk today here on Reiki Radio. And as I mentioned in the introduction, there are some new members in the Seeker Circle. And I know that some of you may just be new to Reiki Radio. And so I want to welcome all of you. I have to tell you that it is still surprising to me. Um, and I'm so thankful when there are new members or new people joining the community all the time. And I really love hearing your stories. And I'm so glad that you have found this as a resource that helps you on your path. And so if you haven't already, if you're someone who tunes in and you have questions, but you just haven't reached out to ask them yet, please feel free to do so. You can email me through my website, which is uchi.com. That's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com. Or you can join us in the Seeker Circle and we can have some conversations there. So as I mentioned, I wanted to do this episode just to support those of you who may be new to your practice or even those of you who were tuned some time ago and just have kind of stepped out of your practice and want to know how to reconnect with it. And I have shared my journey with Reiki on past episodes. I mean, I've <laughs> shared bits and pieces of it throughout the years. But I just want to remind all of you that no matter where you are, this journey is ongoing and it really is a beautiful process that continues to unfold indefinitely. So with that, from the very beginning, I want you to right now give yourself permission to not pressure yourself to try to get anything right. There is no rush. There is no competition. For those of you who are new, don't be discouraged by trying to compare yourself to other practitioners. The truth is Reiki, this beautiful technique, is really about you getting to know you, to understand you in new ways, to help support you and facilitate your own self-healing, your own awakening. You know, we all talk about this spiritual awakening and this Technique provides beautiful tools to lay the foundation for all of us to be able to do this in our own way and in our own timing. Now, of course, as I always say, your practice is everything. And 
I just want to point out from the beginning, the practice is not just doing Reiki on other people, and it's not just performing Reiki on yourself. It really is a way of life. It's a way of being. It's how you show up in the world. And after your attunement, it is very common for people to have new perspectives. They start to see their lives in new ways. And then we start to question, you know, our point of view, why we may be feeling things differently, why we may be thinking of things differently. And then we're presented with choices. Well, how are we going to engage with our lives and with ourselves now? All of that is part of your practice. Your choice to show up in love. Your choice to be mindful of your energy and responsible for your own healing and transformation. It's all part of your practice. So this is really just about you observing you, allowing yourself to change, to heal and transform. And of course, to learn, to evolve, to expand your consciousness and really start to understand what it means to be spiritual. And again, the experience will be unique to you. So I want to go through the different levels really quickly and give a few quick tips. Again, you know, I've talked about Reiki on the podcast so many times, but I wanted to do this episode to give some quick tips for those of you, again, who may be new to this. So if you have just been recently attuned to level one, The beauty in this is that it really gives you an opportunity to get to know what it means to be energetic. You know, after your attunement, you may start to feel energy in a more tangible way. You have the experience of feeling and sensing energy in between your hands. You may feel heat. You may feel tingling. You may feel sensations throughout your entire body. One of the best things to do when you are first attuned to Reiki is to get familiar with the energy just by sitting in it. So if you go into a meditative state and use whatever process your teacher taught you about tuning into Reiki, tuning into your life force energy, allow yourself to do that and just sit. You don't necessarily have to lay your hands on yourself. And quite honestly, that can cause a lot of confusion for people at first when they think self-healing means they have to lay hands on themselves because you may have a hard time being the giver and the receiver. So instead, just sit in meditation. Allow your hands to just be relaxed in your lap and just notice what you see, feel, and sense as these waves of energy move through you, around you, and for you. As you begin to witness and awaken to and acknowledge the light that is you. And there's nothing to try. You release any effort and just notice, just observe, just sit there. Now we all perceive energy differently. So some of you may sit in this space and literally feel energy, energetic sensations in different places of your body. Just observe it. 
Notice where it is, what it feels like. Some of you may start to get visuals. Just breathe into the energy and allow. Don't try to force anything. Notice what you see. Notice what you sense. And a big key in all of this is to journal your experiences. Take time every day, even if it's five, ten minutes a day, to just sit in this energy observing you, observing your energy. Kind of like the podcast that I did, um, the previous podcast, which was about protection. A big part of that is becoming familiar with your own field. So in level one, that's one of the best things you can do is just become more familiar with you. And then outside of that meditative state, you will start to notice those shifts and changes in your perspective. So again, journal whatever your insights may be. Even if you're not someone who typically does journaling or writing, you want to start the practice while you're going through this um, getting acclimated to these new levels of energy because your observations will then also serve as a tool to help you understand what it is that you're going through. Now, one of the things in this that a lot of people don't talk about, but it's important for you to know, especially if you're new to this practice, is that you may have a heightened sensitivity to energy, especially after your first attunement. And with that, it can make some of your interactions kind of strange. You may find that maybe you have a um, a hard time maybe being around people or you're hyper aware of other people's energies or you're hyper aware of how other people speak and what you feel and what you sense when you're around them. The key here is to remember not to fall into judgment. There is a tendency to think that, oh, we're surrounded by all these people who are not spiritual and they, they are messing up my energy. No, it's not true. You're just more aware of their energy. And by allowing yourself to come back into yourself, making sure that you are generating light and love, your field is fine. And what you may be observing or feeling and sensing in them is just that, their energy. But part of this practice and part of our self-healing is remembering to not be in judgment. Now we may question, you can question intuitively, what do I feel? What do I sense in this person's field? And you may start to get answers or you may start to understand. But just remember not to judge it. But be honest with yourself. Trust yourself around what you see, feel, and sense. Now, another thing with this heightened sensitivity is sometimes when people touch you physically, like if they put their hand on your leg or, you know, someone may, you know, put their hand on your arm, just like your partner, your friend, feeling another person's energy, even in a physical way, can sometimes be overwhelming. Again, because you are... Uh, hypersensitive to the energies, but it won't always necessarily be that way. Again, you're acclimating to being so sensitive and aware of energy. So you just want to be honest with yourself, be an observer of yourself. And if you do feel uncomfortable energetically, be honest. 
you may have to say sometimes, you know, like, uh, I just, I can feel your energy right now and it's just a lot. So I just need to be in my own little bubble right now, <laughs> you know? And no, not everyone will understand that and that's okay. But you just are being aware of you and taking care of you while you're in this space of transition and again acclimating to being so aware of energy. Now uh, one of the things that comes up a lot and someone did mention in the seeker circle as well is their dreams. After our level one um, attunement it is very common that people have very vivid dreams because your third eye becomes more active and also, with that first attunement, you're receiving like an energetic balancing. So a lot of what you may have pushed back into the subconscious mind, different energies or feelings or emotions that you didn't heal in the past, they, those energies may start to surface for healing and transformation. And so what happens is sometimes people will have these dreams that are very vivid and wonder what they're about. Again, this comes back to the journaling. You want to journal whatever it is that you dream, especially in the first few weeks after your attunement, because you may notice that there are some patterns within your dreams. And those patterns will reveal to you energies around what it is that you are healing and what has come to the surface for your healing and transformation. Now, there's nothing that you necessarily need to do with the information that comes forward. It's just coming forward into your awareness, letting you know that whatever it is, is being healed. Now, in my uh, personal experience, when I did Reiki Level 1, um, I did have that same thing. I kept having dreams every night about these people from my past, and I journaled every day. And what I found after a couple of weeks is that there was a pattern or a theme that these people that I was having dreams about were people that I felt like something was left unresolved or left unsaid or perhaps um, situations that hurt me that I didn't acknowledge. But I also recognized that I no longer had any um, like heavy feeling around it even though it had resurfaced. And again, it resurfaced just so that it was brought to my awareness that these different energies were being healed. So dream journals are a great <laughs> part of this process. And again, it helps you to be consciously aware and engage with your own personal healing and transformation. Now, another thing you can do, level one, this is actually any level, but especially for those of you who are just starting, I always recommend that people sit with the Gokai, sit with the Reiki principles. Don't just say them, really observe them. What do they mean to you? What is the energy behind these words? And one way to really engage with the principles and start to embody them and implement them into your life is to write down what they mean to you. So, you know, take some time and write down what does it mean to you to be free from anger, to be free from worry, to be grateful, 
to be diligent with your spiritual practice, to be kind to yourself. What does that mean to you? What comes up for you when you consider these principles? And then, of course, the first line, just for today, just for today, just being present, being in the now. What does that mean to you? Allow yourself space and time to journal about these principles and again, see how you connect with them, how they resonate with you and how they may support you in your transformation, in your self-healing. In all of this, you're tuning into yourself in new ways. You're waking up to yourself in new ways. Beyond the outside world, what other people may think of you, other teachings and beliefs, everything that's been passed down to you, outside of all of that, you are tuning into just you. Now, when you get to level two, this is where you're introduced to the first three Reiki symbols. So if you are someone who is a level two um, practitioner, even if you're not doing Reiki on other people, one of the best things you can do at this level is to start to meditate on the symbols, allowing yourself to embody each one, just one at a time. So go into a meditative state and think about the first symbol. Say the name of the first symbol, chant it like a mantra, connect with that energy. Allow yourself to envision that first symbol. Envision it in your crown. Envision it in your heart. Envision it in your root. Envision it in your hands. All out in your field. And just breathe into that energy of the symbol. Again, notice what it feels like. What does it look like? Do this with each symbol one at a time. And... Really move into that observation of like getting familiar with the symbol, the energy of it, and journal your personal insights. So beyond what you may have read or been taught about the symbols, what is your interpretation or feeling or how would you explain the energy of each symbol and what does it feel like to embody these energies? Again, they are part of your own healing and transformation. You want to acknowledge your experience, your process. Now, another part of level two is, of course, practicing the distant work. And you can do, you know, practicing distant sessions on other people. But a big part of this is that you want to consciously acknowledge that there is no separation between you and all that exists. That's the beauty of practicing the distant work is that you recognize that there really is no distance at all. That you are one with all that exists. And you can sit in that meditative state while working on another person or not. But the key is to let your analytical mind take a back seat and just observe what you feel and sense and trust yourself. 
Anytime your analytical mind creeps in and thinks like, oh no, you're making this up. How is this possible? Take a breath and acknowledge it's possible because I am experiencing it. No judgment. Just return to the experience, to the breath, to what you feel. And if you are working on another person, observe what you see, feel, and sense in their field, in the session. But no matter what you do, again, you're going to journal your experiences, your insights, because that is going to teach you a lot and also help you start to trust. Then in level three, at this point, you really want to consciously allow yourself to tune into what it means to be Reiki, the embodiment of light, the embodiment of the principles. So not doing Reiki, being Reiki, living your spirituality. I actually did a podcast all about living your spirituality. You can go back and listen to that. But you in this space, become more mindful of your self-observation, your choices, and move deeper into your process of self-healing. So it's just like the next level of your own self-healing, your own self-transformation, your own self-awareness. But again, being very aware of how you are showing up in the world, how you are engaging with the world, what it means to embody the love and the light that is you. And even if you go to level three and you decide to be a teacher, always remember that you are your main client, okay? Always work on you. You never stop working on you. There is no just doing Reiki in sessions. It's being what you are. It's being the love and light that you are without judging yourself in the process. Because no, it doesn't mean that all of a sudden you're this perfect illuminated being. It means that you are now tuned into the awareness of the love and the light that are that is you, and you are working to allow yourself to embody that more to show up in love more, to heal and transform whatever stories, thoughts, feelings, and ideas that have kept you out of this awareness without judging any of it. Just like I said at the beginning, it's ongoing. <laughs> this journey doesn't stop. You know, I work on myself every day. It's funny, um, actually, over the holidays on Christmas Eve, I had dinner with um, some friends of mine who have been my friends for over 20 years. Their family is like my family, and I love them so much. But um, one of them I hadn't seen in a while, and she said to me, you know, like, you know, I want to learn how to do what you do, so, you know, you must be happy all the time, or you must be, like, okay all the time. And I told her, like, no. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like I'm working on myself every day. With every engagement, with every interaction, I have to step into my own acknowledgement of my perspectives. I have to acknowledge when I may be in judgment of myself or anyone else. 
And I have to acknowledge my choice to see from a higher perspective. I have to acknowledge my choice in behavior. It's just really illuminating your responsibility for how you show up and engage in your life. But it's an ongoing practice. And I've shared with you, you know, on episodes before, do I every time choose the high road, so to speak? No. But when I don't, I'm very aware of it. And I'm very aware that it was my choice. And I still don't judge myself. I observe that that's what I chose. And then I make a commitment to myself to choose better. And so I say that to say, again, don't be hard on yourself. Know that we all have so many layers that we are healing, that we are transforming. But it all starts really with your self-connection, your self-observation. And that is what the practice of Reiki provides, the tools to really allow you um, an opportunity to do this in a new way. And, you know, I always tell people, practice your practice because that's where you learn the most. And you allow the energy to teach you. You allow the energy to guide you. And along the way, if you have any questions or there are things that you want to share, or for those of you who have been practicing for a while and have tips that you think would be beneficial to others, join us in the Seeker Circle. People are asking their questions and sharing with each other and supporting each other. And I'm really thankful to have that community be an extension of Reiki Radio so that we can continue these conversations. Because thankfully as well, I mean, this work (laughs) is expanding. And so many people are starting to wake up to who and what they are and wanting to learn and understand who and what they are in new ways. And so when we come together and we can support each other through the process, it makes it so much more easy, as well as it lets you know you're not alone and know you're not crazy, you know, even if other people don't understand what it is you're going through, it's okay, because there are a lot of people who do. So I thank you always for tuning in. Um, I'm so thankful that you have shown up to allow me to be a part of your journey. And I learned from each of you as well. So again, you know, join us in the secret circle or you can work with me directly by going to my website, which is uchi.com. That's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com. I hope you all have a beautiful day and remember to always journey in love.